in similar ways, like we when when the first iPhone came out, and then five years later or ten years later, you look back and you said to yourself, "Oh my God, that completely changed my life." That's the same thing that's going to be with audio and voice. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. Sound plays a more important role in human behavior and our decision-making than you may realize. In this podcast, I'll help you understand the art and science of sound so you can better influence others in business and your life. I'm your host, Jody Krangle. Let's delve a little deeper. This is the first part of my interview with Ron Jaworski. My next guest is the CEO of Trinity Audio, a unified platform that allows owners of content to strategically evolve to deliver audio experiences. Some of Trinity Audio's top publishing clients and brands include Forbes, Lenovo, McClatchy, and Newsweek. An ad tech veteran with a deep understanding of the publisher and brand's landscape, he has an extensive background in leading organizations and earned his Bachelor of Science in Computer Science, receiving his MBA in Marketing and Marketing Management from the Reconati Business School. His name is Ron Jaworski, and he clearly is as passionate about voice and audio as I am. I really think you'll enjoy this. As always, if you have questions for my guest, you're welcome to reach out through the links in the show notes. And if you have questions for me, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com, where you'll find a lot of ways to get in touch. Plus, subscribing to the newsletter will let you know when the new podcasts are available. And now, here's my interview with Ron Jaworski. Thank you, first of all, for joining me today. I really appreciate it, Ron. I've been looking forward to this conversation because we had a little bit of an intro previously and lots of interesting things we're going to discuss today. So, yeah, thank you. I agree. I agree. And I super enjoyed the, the intro call. And I'm also excited to be here. So when we had that intro call, I let you know about a particular question that I like to ask when I talk to people because I get some really interesting stories. And you had indicated that you had a couple about this, but I'm going to ask you now. So do you have an early memory of how sound moved you? Um, so I, I think that the first... Um... The first time that I, I, and it's related, of course, to Trinity Audio, that uh, the the, uh, the audio experience moved me, it was, I'm, I'm going back like 20, a little bit over 20 years ago. Uh, I was actually a soldier. Um, um, it was Friday evening. We were after, uh, uh, and we were eating dinner, and then we went out to the post, me and the um the doctor in the I was in a combat uh, 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 unit and we went were in Lebanon and we uh, uh, after Friday dinner went out to the post as we need to uh, watch for uh, the parameter for a few hours and he took out like an FM transistor small one you know like uh, probably if I show it today to someone he didn't understand what what I'm talking about but uh, to the kids <laughs> or something like that but uh, then it was the uh, most popular way to uh, to listen to the radio and he turned then to a, a, a show that was actually was broadcasted every Friday at 7 p.m. that called the historical hour or our hour of history and uh, if I translate it correctly, with um, an, an history professor named uh, uh, Michael Hasegold, that was his name. And uh, over there he talked, and I rem still remember the show. The show was about Bismarck, and it was about how he uh, united Germany. 
And I'm as a history buff for me uh, to know that now I don't need only to read books, but also I can listen to a show about history and learn from that. That for me was something that was, you know, out of the ordinary. And, and I enjoyed the, uh, the experience of, uh, you know, sitting there in this, this fortified position, you know, with my guns and my helmet and everything, and listening to this professor talking about uh, how Bismarck unified Germany. And since then, until a few years ago, uh, well, almost a decade since uh, uh, Professor Hartzog uh, uh, died, uh, I tried every Friday at 7 p.m. Uh, to open the radio and listen to that show. And for me, the the option to consume uh, knowledge and information, to be educated by the radio, from that experience really, um, really made an impact. And, and that is why I was an early adapter to audiobooks. And this was why I was early adapter to podcasting. And that is why today I'm doing what I'm doing with Trinity Audio. Sure. Yeah. You had mentioned there was another thing that you were, um, that impressed you when you were a kid, something about Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it stayed till today, you know, it was, it was the first, the first Superman ever. And, and, you know, the theme that came with the movie and with Christopher Reeve, it's important to mention. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I remember that I was, I think I was six, somewhere around six. And it was, it was, it was out of cinemas and it was in TV. And then it took time. It took sometimes even years from the time it was broadcast in cinemas till the time it was broadcast in TV. And I remember that I saw it. At, uh, uh, on television, it was late, uh, and 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 then the film started. And I still remember it today. And still, when I hear today, uh, uh, the Superman film, we like you know in, in sequels, the the never-ending sequels, I still <laughs> yeah. get that that the cheer down my spine. It gets me back to that exact point for the first time that you know the the, the film came up, uh, the sa- this specific sound came out. And then you saw him like flying across wherever he flew, yeah. and and uh, so so that's that's I don't know that's uh, I I think that I, similar to smell there are specific sounds that just I don't know impact our bodies. Oh, once, very much so. Once we encounter them. Yeah, and soundtracks in particular, music in particular, can really bring us back to the first moment that we heard them. So, yeah, those soundtracks and, you know, besides the fact that they're really good. <laughs> um, super. Yeah, <laughs> super. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, they, they bring us back to that time. It's it's a, a it almost is like you are reliving that memory as opposed to uh, remembering that memory. I agree. And I think that like you were saying with smell, I think the same thing happens when you smell your grandma's baked cookies or something like that you you know you're brought back to that kitchen when you were six or whatever i don't know (laughs) like it just yeah it's really visceral so true yeah so i wanted to ask you because i know that you're an entrepreneur and i i sort of this is a little outside of what we usually cover here but i think it's important because i know that that's kind of part and parcel of why you started trinity audio and how you even had the um, the, uh, I, I guess the courage, you know, to, to start something like that because starting a a business takes courage. (laughs) So 
as an entrepreneur, what does that mean to you? Um, I think that Trinity Audio came came from an, an actual need that I had. I, I I wanted to have a simple option to listen to any type of textual asset that I want that, that is, of course, relevant to consume in, in, in an audio manner. And for me, the, the eureka moment or, or you know, when, when I pitched to investors, so I'm going to tell the fairy tale story, how it started. So it, it was me going down the elevator, uh, reading an article, getting into my car and thinking to myself that I, I need to have a simple solution where I can just press play on, on, on a button, on a page, on a web page and have the text being read out to me. And when when the first time I thought about it, I was sure that there was some sort of a solution that's probably easy to use it probably the operating system solved that or the browser and i saw that they're not and the, 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 if there is a solution that it's either the experience is super poor or it's super complicated to create it and and this is where i started and it, it also goes back to to the fact that i like to consume information in in an audio manner and and by the way you know 30 percent of the world population are better in consuming content and learning uh, in an audio manner. So, so I'm, I, I have a huge group with me that is definitely sure. uh, uh, looking for that solution. Beside the fact for uh, that it, it makes sense, you know, especially now when we always look to efficiency and multitasking and, sure, yeah. and everything is, you know, everything in the audio space and the voice space is, you know, is growing. And again, just the beginning, but it's growing. So we are, we're in a good place. I'm a little biased on that yeah both of us, I think. I think just a both little of us. yeah yeah just 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 a tip just a touch yeah <laughs> i know we're all dealing with a lot these days so i really wanted to acknowledge those that have gone out of their way to leave an honest review of this podcast like edith who writes excellent job i will recommend this podcast to my friend who is now working on their company branding I believe that sound plays a great role in their company's brand, and I'm sure she will like this recommendation. Excellent job, Jody. Thanks so much, Edith. I'm so glad you and your friend find the podcast useful. I really appreciate your comments. And for those of you that are interested, you can also leave a voice review now off of the main podcast page. It's super simple, and I'd love to hear what you think. Now, back to the show. So when you were starting the company and you were trying to get all this together, what, like what kind of steps did you take to actually make this a going concern to the people you were getting, you were trying to get to invest? Because that's, that's an important thing. I mean, you, you needed a little bit of help, I'm assuming most of us do. Yes. <laughs> um, and, and how did you convince them that this was important? So... Um... I think that the great thing about what we are doing is that everybody says it makes sense. You know, I think that there's not even one person that I met through the uh, the four years that Trinity Audio exists that I told him about the solution. He said, "Yes, I will. I, I, I encounter myself. I, I know myself in that situation. I know myself when I got into my car and I wanted uh, to read the rest of the article, but couldn't." Um, so uh, I would say that the uh, the the gut feeling that they uh, that I had is definitely uh, uh, resonated, and there were uh, an increase in, uh, in I would say an improvement and an increase in uh, audio solution that came out to the market that showed that the 
uh, uh, the tide is is for for audio again both of us are biased about it but yeah just um, a <laughs> <laughs> um, but but is uh, so it was easy for me to convince uh, uh, the uh, the investor the, the investor that we should uh, follow that path um important thing to to, to mention is that I come from the video space from the ad tech industry in, in, in the video space in the ad tech mm-hmm. uh, industry and it was also um, clear to us from the beginning that uh, the solution beside the fact that it would be super useful for the users the end listeners uh, it's also super relevant for publication or for any type of content created due to the fact that uh, um, it increases the user uh, the user engagement and create a better experience and it's also uh, optional but can also be a, a form of monetization and helps with accessibility uh, too I mean you know if 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 blind people want to in, encounter or experience your article they need to have it read to them so so I, I I must say that at the beginning I I tried to pursue a lot the the accessibility uh, factor mm-hmm. uh, about it uh, I say that definitely all the different uh, content creators website media companies are all about it but I think that um, the solution for a full accessible website or full accessible app uh is 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 not done by by adding a Trinity audio although it's definitely helps a lot yeah. and it's definitely a, a, a step into the right direction uh but yes you are correct and by the way we got a few I think it was last year um we got it was actually an email that was um you know it's one one of those fun things I don't know if fun is the right word but definitely warms your heart we got a, an email from from a father that told us that he he loved our solution because his daughter uh, which is, she was 10 10 year old I guess she's now 11 uh, loved the news and she she has hard time reading dude she has a uh, um, sh- short-sighted uh, and and our solution uh, gives them the the, the option to get her at night before she go to sleep to listen to news articles together and discuss about them nice. and yeah and and those was one of those things that she said no i i i didn't know that make that much of an impact on you know and then you have the the, the example of how people are using your product using your solution on a day-to-day basis in, in in ways that you didn't even imagine and you know it you understand that you're doing something good yeah definitely and when you're talking about Trinity Audio, I just want to go into this a little bit more. So your niche was that you wanted to allow people to read an article when they weren't actually like reading the article. <laughs> they, they could go in their car, they could commute, they could be doing the laundry, they could be washing dishes, they could be having a walk. Um, and instead of having to look at a piece of paper, they could, or, you know, a screen, they could actually have it read to them. So that's fantastic. But so the niche that you feel it fills is that um, filling in in the spaces in people's lives so that they can still experience this information without needing to stop everything they're doing and focus on one thing. <laughs> um, is that I, I think or is there or is there more to it is what I'm what I'm asking. Yeah. Like what more can Trinity do? So I think I think there are several things. I think that the basic building block is 
is the option to listen instead of reading. And I think that the option to listen to instead of reading then opens up to other options. And, and we need to understand that um, although we feel that, you know, the, the audio revolution is here and it's with full force, most of the population is not, is not there yet. And, and I think that we are, we are in an, an amazing dec- decade. There's no doubt about it. This would be the voice in, in audio decade. And I think that in similar ways, like we, when, when the first iPhone came out and then five years later or 10 years later, you look back and you said to myself, oh my God, that completely changed my life. That's the same thing that's going to be with audio and voice. And I think that um, voice and audio, audio and voice, they're both the, the, the two sides of the same coin. And to have, um, a, a, to have the ability to, to, you know, to, to, to do queries in voice or to, to do any kind of functionality, different functionality in voice, you need to have also a relevant output. So at the beginning, you will have the option to listen to the articles. And then, uh, and, and things that we are already doing right now, it will be a continuous listening experience. You won't only listen to one article. We already know uh, uh, user preferences and relevant content, and we create a continuous listening experience. So once one article ends, we go, sorry, to the next one, and then to the to the next one with the relevancy to the user and the, the contextual uh, a article that he listened to. And so that's that's where we're heading uh, right now. Another thing that we're already doing right now is not only to be able to listen to a specific article in a specific publication, but also if you want to listen to an article on Spotify, listen to it on Spotify. If you want to listen on, on Google Podcast, if you want to listen on a smart speaker, be my guest. And this is already something that we are doing with publishing. But as we go forward, and this is the way I see and the way I believe that the publishing landscape is going to change in this decade, is the fact that when I'm, for example, on the Miami Herald, which is one of the publications that we are working with, uh, I will have a conversation with the voice assistant of the Miami Herald, fetching me the relevant content that I want to consume and also recommend me. Uh, recommend to me a, a, a relevant content. I will have the option uh, uh, to have a discussion, so to speak, uh, um, in, in regards to the content that I like to hear, or with journalists that I, I, I love the content that he writes. Uh, I will have the option to listen to curated content, and everything will be a discussion that I won't need to open an app. I'll just uh, uh, talk to the relevant voices of a relevant uh, uh, publication. So this is where we are heading. Um, and I think that, and I know that there are different uh, uh, people in our fields, in our field of voice and audio that says what what would be the voice assistant uh, progress in the coming year? Will, will we see a, a Google and Alexa and Siri take control of the market? Or are we going to see thousands of different personal assistants or voice assistants uh, that are relevant uh, uh, in different situations? I, I believe in the second option. I believe that similar to like, I would say our uh, social network, and I'm talking the real social network, not in, in Facebook or, uh, or Instagram. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, we have a friend that when uh, our car breaks down, uh, we, we give him a, a, a call. Or if I want to go ski, I have another friend that I call him and ask him about equipment. I think that voice assistant will be the same. We'll have different voice assistant for different, uh, um, different needs or a different information sources and information source can be a how how i should cook my a i don't know 
my dinner, my veggie dinner, or how should I, a, 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 a what news I, I want to consume on a specific topic. A, and this, this is the way I see it. Are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com slash audio dash branding dash strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website and I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that too. Now, back to the podcast. I have a question for you. Yes. Yeah, and I, I love where that's going. And, and definitely, I agree, I agree with you in the future that I think it'll be a lot more diversified. My one question for that is, as a voice talent myself, who is the voice, what is the voice that's going to speak to you in these contexts? And how will they get these voices? So, like, what, what is your thought on that? Do you think it'll be, like, uh, the Siri voice? Do you think it'll be the TikTok voice? I don't know. Like, it, are people, people are going to have to supply these voices. So I'm just wondering where you think that's going to come from. So I think, I, I think that, you know, when, when we started Trinity Audio and, and we wanted to create our own uh, text-to-speech engine with our own unique voice, and we talked with several companies. We talked about hundreds of thousands of dollars for creating one voice. And in four years, that cost dropped significantly. So I, I guess that in the coming years, that this is what will happen. Is it going to happen next year? Probably not. It's going to take another three to five years to really commoditize a, a creation of voice. But in, in five years from now, a, I can record your voice for, I don't know, even, even several sentences, and I will get high-quality text-to-speech engine that can produce audio content in quick speed. And, and it's important because there are many different co- a, a, a components. It's not only recording the voice and creating the engine. It's also the how, how, how fast is the engine to create a specific te- audio file from a specific text. It's, a, it's the fine-tuned uh, between uh, you know, it's the emotional part of it, and it will improve in the coming years. So I think that at the end of the day, you know, uh, uh, people that have voices that I are either unique or influencers, for example. Okay, it doesn't need to be they have they do have an amazing voice, but do, uh, uh, their voice will be recognized. I don't know, like if there are s- specific journalists uh, that their voice is also. Uh, recognize easily once once being heard so i think that that would be the case and you will have a different voice actors that of course their their voice like yours are are amazing and you like to listen to them uh, and, and they will be a uh, let's call it the voice celebrities sort of speak and 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 you will have you know like regular folks that in for, for i don't know like the the pizza owner or in in the in, in the local pizza that everybody knows by by his name and said okay you can order 
uh, using a voice and it, I, I will answer you uh, or my avatar with my voice will answer you. So I, I think this is where we are heading. And, and I think it's, I, I know we talked about it, but I, 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 I'm saying it again and again. I think that the revolution is, is, is huge due to the fact that we are changing our communication with machines, with computers to voice, which is supernatural. No more keyboards, no more mouse, no more joystick. We're using your voice. And and this is also a shout out to Terry Fisher, our friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had this discussion us. earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, voice is my OS. <laughs> voice is my operating system. So, yes. It's such a good phrase. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. He, he, mm -hmm. he nailed it. This has been part one of our interview. I hope you'll tune in next week for part two. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available in all the usual locations. Until next time. Music.